1: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey sports radio 610
2: presents the outdoor show with captain mickey eastman
3: good morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show hour number two all right. It is five o'clock. Somewhere. Yeah, right here. All right, let's go, uh I think we're gonna find uh Mike Jeffcoat in the piney woods this morning or down in the river bottom or somewhere. Use season opens today. So Mike, good morning, how are you, bud? Good morning to you, Mickey. How are you? Good. How you doing?
4: Hello. I am in the river bottoms. I'm not in the
3: piney woods. I'm in the cypress
4: woods. You there? Yeah, I'm here.
3: Okay. you in the river uh, bottom.
4: I'm in the river bottom. I'm trying to get ready to deal with these grandchildren. <laughs> not too good of weather for it this morning. Well, the only thing is, some say the mosquitoes are bad, but. I'm sitting on here own porch here at the camp. I ain't seen the first mosquito. You couldn't find the thermos cell reveals well, in a few days. So evidently, evidently, they're bad.
3: Well, that's a switch.
4: Yeah, no kidding. No. But, you know, we got one little old shire there in Venice, and they got horrendous. No standing water or anything. I think they're coming out of them cracks in the ground. You know, they get water's going in them cracks, and that's where that larva is, and they come out. I mean, I, it's, you know, and some people, my wife, if there's a mosquito around, she's going to find you. But I heard that it's something in your DNA now
3: that attracts them. So, I don't know. Yeah, have you noticed that some but, people get bitten, you know, get pestered and bitten more than others? Yeah, absolutely. And so,
4: but uh, no, we're going to see what happens. I know I come in Thursday and between, oh, uh, well, I'd say Beaumont. From Beaumont to Moss Hill, I've seen, seen three does run over.
3: So, you know what's going on. They're running them. They're running them. It's on. It's on. So, How many kids y'all got this and, morning out there? Three. Three. So, Should have had four, but... Get him a deer.
4: Yeah. Should have had four, but one of them got the flu.
3: Uh-oh.
4: So, yeah, it's all good. But, um... Uh, Rusty's still in the hospital. Oh, man. And about so, left.
3: I was going to ask you, yeah. how's he doing? Is he getting any better?
4: Yeah. He, uh... They just... Um... Uh, you know, trying to get that blood out of his body, and... I guess he's stumbling, but... He, uh, he went through it when they went there and done that surgery on that spleen. I mean, he was miserable. But I got in Thursday about, I don't know, I got in there 1 o'clock so, and I went straight to the hospital and seen him, and it was just going to take time now.
3: How did he fall? Did he fall so, off a ladder or what?
4: He don't know. He took that youngest one to school, come back to the house, and next thing you know, he blacked out, the on the floor in the kitchen, and finally had enough sense to call his wife, and she had uh, his, my daughter-in-law lives pretty close there, and she got there, a friend he his got there, and they called the ambulance and got him to the hospital, so, you I didn't talk to anybody. You know, he's still in a lot of pain, and that was the deal. The doctor told him, he said, this deal is, you're going to go through some pain when we do this because they, they went through uh, a blood vessel in his groin mm-hmm. and, uh, to do it. And, you know, his wife told me, she said, you know, I, know, I thought I had a lot of pain with childbirth. She said, what I went through is man, I, 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 I don't have to say he went through it.
3: Oh, so. oh, that's terrible.
4: Yep, but you know, I think he's gonna be out right there doing another cat on him today. And, uh, hopefully, he's gonna get out tomorrow. But I bet it's Monday. Yeah. But, well, anyhow, yeah. you get through that's this, and
3: get home, and recover. Man, that's that, yeah, that bites. That's terrible. Yep. Yeah, for a young man, especially, yeah, healthy young man like him.
4: So, anyhow, I don't know. We went and um, checked everything yesterday. And uh, as of yesterday morning, there was not a grain of corn picked up at three years I went to yesterday. um... Either that moon done it, either that moon done it. Now I did pull the SD cards, and I didn't even have time to look at them. Either that moon's done it or there's more acorns than what I think there is.
3: Well, mine are just so, starting to fall on my my live oaks. Huh? they're not real big, you but know. They're falling. Even the green ones, you know, they're not even turning good yet before they're falling.
4: See that stuff at the house? I looked at at the house here. Uh, the pin oaks and stuff at the house, they they fell, they fell. But there's no, they don't have nothing in them,
3: you know. And just got to drive driving, but. Well, my grandson's been over, and he's got to where he can take his T-ball bat, and he'll take those acorns. that tells you how bored we are, They're tired you know, tired of playing all the other stuff. And he'll bring them up on a deck, and then he'll crack them, and then open them up, and they've got all good yellow meat in them. And I'll dig Hello? them out with a pocket knife, and then he'll take a pair of fingernail clippers and make fingernails with them where they'll fit on your fingers perfect. <laughs> Y'all are bored. That's bored, isn't it? <laughs> That's yep. what I spent the afternoon doing yesterday after I mowed. I, I was laughing at him. Oh, so, I got them two boys, the Rustys,
4: out here, and there's something with boy. me all day yesterday. And I mean, they it, they done everything they could do. So <laughs> they went from one end of this lake to the other. they down, boy. Well, they, I can't keep up. Ain't paddling, ain't push it. So but they fed the gators and two gators fought, so that was pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, I got two little old four-footers. As soon as you drive up here and they hear some noise, they're sitting there on the bank because, you know, we throw them squirrel guts and stuff in there. Right. They're right there on the edge of the bank. And I, I got to take bread with me when I left last time. And I had an old stale of bread. And I told them, one of them, I said, go down and throw it bread on the edge of the slew right there and let them gators have something to eat and one of them hollered at me just a few minutes later. Come here, Pop. There's one piece of bread left and they done balled up they're floating out there rolling around in the water. pretty cool <laughs> it was. So. Well, no, it's not very pleasant
3: weather this morning. But. No, it's not very good for the opening of youth season. You know, no, not and, not and deer hunting. So. Yeah. You know, and that's – they
4: need to look at that a little bit different, you know, especially this part of the country, you know. But I guarantee there's going to be – you know, there's some boys on here that don't have no kids, and they're going to duck up, which ain't no ducks here. There is no way i could go duck up this morning down here, especially in this heat, you know, and you can't use a dog. I mean, you gonna get your doggy, bring him down here to yeah, river bottom. You get gator feet. bait, yeah, that big gator bait. So, but there's no birds at all here. Never saw one yesterday. And, you know, in my camp, that's on the big, used to be the biggest roost on this whole thirteen thousand acres. But there ain't right. birds coming in here, now. I don't know what's happening. Something has changed for these birds. To be pushed like they are, you know. Oh, I remember that Trinity did. River
3: watershed used to be some unbelievable timber hunting.
4: Oh, absolutely, man! And now I did hear swarm. that they, uh, I did hear above nineteen that they had a pretty good hill hunt on Livingston. So they had a pretty what? Uh, I good till, the yeah, till season was good above nineteen. I heard, mm-hmm. but it's like Venice. I'm not going to be negative, but I wouldn't try to book a duck hunt in Venice this year.
3: That bad, huh? There's that. There's
4: it's just all sand. There's absolutely yeah, no, no grass. For
3: them. Yep, no no, no wild food. rice or none of that. I watched, and that
4: was the first group of. I mean, there's been some teal there, but I stopped somewhere on one of them ponds the other day. And I watched South Probably, they probably fifty in it. Them birds circled and circled and looked and looked and looked, and well, they just went back north. I went. Hmm. So them boys in North, far country uh, Louisiana, though they'll have a heck of a season because them birds are going to turn around and go back. Ain't no place else yeah. for them to go unless they come to you. No,
3: nope, they're going to. They're oh. going to stay where the food is.
4: But. Uh, that whole Mississippi flyway, there's, uh, and I, nobody can figure it out other than what Ducks Unlimited has done and, um, but for them birds to leave Stuttgart and go to eastern Oklahoma, uh, unless there's just, you know, the agricultural farming change, but man, that's say eastern Oklahoma is covered, it has been for the last three, four years.
3: Yeah, it has. Something's changed. Well, flyways change. Yeah. I mean, it's like here. We don't have that big central flyway like we used to. It kind of moves south of oh. down the coast, you know? Yeah, it has. Because yeah. that's where all the agriculture is. Yes.
4: And I was talking to a, a guy that's a big goose hunter and and guys geese, And what is happening on a lot of this is the type of rice they're planting, Birds don't like it. Really? Uh-uh. Well, you know, you got so much of that genetic stuff going on, and uh, well, prime example when you left or leave Winnie, Texas, and drive to Lafayette mm-hmm. and not see no geese. I ain't seen no geese in a rice field in ten years. Prior to that, you know, it was a blast just to down at daylight down I ten watch all the geese flying.
3: Yeah, look at I 10 from from my area all the way east and then look out west. You know, there's nothing remember all that Katy area. Remember all the just yeah. huge roofs. I
4: mean yeah. So but I hear Rock Island, Eagle Lake, if you got water, you got birds. So. Yeah. Oh my God. I, But I'll get set deer stand this morning and listen to what, I mean. We got rid of the wood ducks. Right. So. But anyhow, will we'll find out what's going on with the truck for sure.
3: Well, text me some photos if them boys get them something. Yeah, boys and one girl, so. Oh, you got two boys and a girl and then one six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I wish and them the All right. Hope they can pull the hammer. Well hey Mike, somebody wants to come over to Venice and uh, fish with you. How do they get a hold of you?
4: Eight hey, three two three three eight nine three seven six. That's just on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing and I still got some picture in November, so and it's really good guys. And this cold front is coming I guess tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, that's so what them the doctor That uh, Yep, that yeah. trout
3: bite six. six I know a lot of people that plan their whole year around coming to coming to uh, Venice for uh, November trout fishing. It's going to happen. Absolutely. Yep, right, it's going to happen. All right, man. Mike, y'all have fun out there. Be safe, man. All right, but later. Later. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat fixing to put some kids on some deer this morning. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Texan Roofing. They're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, And Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever. And they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing has found the majority of jobs they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty along with Honest Roof Roof Inspections, A-plus Management. These are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do, if you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all his staff, they'll work directly with you, and you can even talk a little hunting and fishing with them. They're outdoorsmen like we are. Call Texan Roofing at 281 391 That's 281-391-9600 or And when you do call Texan Roofing, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
3: Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On the Saturday morning, it's 519 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Tiki Island now, just uh, just north of Galveston, right across the bridge there. Let's check in with Captain James Plog this morning. Skeeter, what's up? What's up, buddy? <laughs> you, you got some mosquitoes? <laughs>
2: Man, I just I ain't been sitting out here very long, but no, not right I ain't got none. Well, that's but
3: good. That's a good thing. The-
2: but I don't mean they ain't coming. I ain't been
3: here long enough, really. Well, I smell that fresh blood of <laughs> yours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I smelled my come blood. Get them I get my some. Hey, off.
3: remember all those times we'd fished on Dark at the Refuge, and it was just, I swear, I mean, I'd, I'd look at all those old pictures we'd take of those stringers of fish, and it'd just be a halo around everybody in the fish with just mosquitoes, you know, M- in mosquitoes. the flash. Oh, it was horrible.
2: The only place I've ever seen worse than that, I thought that was the absolute worst. But Matagorda <laughs> County, I think Matagorda County may ring right up there with the worst of them. <clears throat> it uh, now I've spent a lot of time there the last couple of years. Don't be there when that sun starts going down. I don't care if they've had a drought for twenty years. There's mosquitoes coming to get you. <laughs> <clears throat> it's terrible, man. Nah, it ain't too bad right now. Hey, it's a moon full. got to be at 4.
3: 98%. It. It's not quite as full as it's going to be tomorrow night, but it's full in my books.
2: Yeah, right. It's Roger, bright. It's, uh, it's bright, dude. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Pretty cool. <clears throat> I don't think the tide is high. It was yesterday, but I don't guess it's high yet here at my house. Probably not. But, buddy, man, let me tell you something. What was it man.
3: this morning? 3? I think the... What was it, the Galveston Channel this morning? 3.30 a.m. It was a 1.6.
2: Yeah, it, it, man, when we got out yesterday, we caught the very end of the incoming. Right. And we caught the swing on the outgoing. And it was good yesterday, but it didn't last, man. We got out of the boat. The boat's hitting us in the back of the head, and you can't get your lure back. I don't know how many fish we caught, 80, 90 fish. But by about nine, it started to fade, right. <laughs> and uh, you know. So what the sun done? You know, I think we got out of the boat. It, you know, McHugh was, you know, right at sunrise, whatever it is, seven twenty-five or whatever sunrise it is. <clears> they put <throat> really hard for about an hour and a half. Same fish, same size, but it was good fishing. We had some twenty-inch fish yesterday. We had a little bit better fish. Caught flounders, reds. <clears throat> it was it was pretty good. But when it quit. It quit, and I went to check on the left there. I said, "Man, let's go, and I want to look at something." And I went and checked this little old place I found the other day, and it's, it's kind of current related. And I said, "Man, it might be good on that outgoing." Shoot, dude, that current was running through there so hard, you needed like three ounce heads, man. Really? And we we fished for a minute. We caught two. I think it's really a good place because we got in here Tuesday and I ain't never been there in my life. Never fished this place in my life. I don't know nothing about nothing. And, man, we, we got him. And, and I kind of figured it out. But it was a super high tide, and it was coming in. And then yesterday, it was kind of not as high, and, and it was, you know, smoking out. Be of just one of
3: them places where it's better on the incoming than it is an outgoing, you know. That's it a- is,
2: Mickey, same deal. And I don't know nothing about it. You know, I'm just learning. And, uh, yeah, it was it was no point on that kind of outgoing tide. And it's got to have some water. All these places I'm fishing right now, if you ain't got a bunch of water, you don't even go there. It's not even good. But we fished it hot, not having no water after about Monday. Yeah, uh, we
3: ought to drop the tides a little bit with this rip's in order. Yeah,
2: it'll be good, though. It's time, man. Dude, it was, uh, we touched 80 yesterday on the way in and i'm wearing that's what waders. it is
3: across the board this morning 80 degree water temperature everywhere
2: yeah it, that's terrible man charlie's
3: gonna like wade my, wet this morning what he told me
2: my guy took his his old boots was hurting so he took his old waders off man that's I, hey, I mean oh dumb. you know that's
3: that's the only problem we have with wading gear and stuff nowadays is is keeping your feet comfortable i tell you what when your feet aren't comfortable it's it's miserable
2: yeah you know and you know, it's tough on me because kind of, I've
3: got a big foot and it's hard to find, you know, once you get your waders on, I mean, your foot size increases one to two inches, you know, with the neoprene footing in these waders. And it's, it's just, uh, it's hard to get a comfortable boot to zip on over that. Best thing I've found it. That's the most comfortable for me is those, uh, those, uh, Barts, uh, Bay armor, you know, those stingray Bart- zip upside boots. I like them.
2: They got they got some to fit you in their waiters. I got a pair that yeah. they sent me, and I, I, I mean I haven't worn it with my waiters yet. I had a Gen One, the first ones, and I liked them, Mickey. But something about that boot being way up my leg, I didn't like it. Uh, I mean, the I mean the boot felt good, but I just didn't like it around up there around my calf and stuff. I never could get used to it. And I gave them the and he, he wears them every day. But now he sent me something a little bit shorter <clears throat> that I think I'm gonna like. I wear them soft signs, but you can't—they're out of business. They can't get them and They're junk. Yeah, I mean, they're cheap. You got me junk.
3: on those. I—if I, I could find a pair big enough, those things were just awesome. They were lightweight. You, you didn't even know. You, I mean, especially when you were wading wet. I mean, you—there was no weight to them at all.
2: Dude, they're big time, but they're also out of business. And,
3: well, you know, they're, see, they, that's, him, they're just, that's kind of the way it is, isn't it? When you get to liking yeah. something, they're not around very long.
2: No, they go out of business. And, you know, and they're not really good. I mean, $70 things and, you know, you wear them a season or two and you throw them in a dumpster and go get another pair, you know. I was well, I was
3: wearing out two pair a year, weight <laughs> and shell. You know, they're not – uh Soft science, they got the soft part right.
2: Exactly. And they're not like the first pair I bought, I needed some boots. I had was wearing a pair of patagonias and the sole come off of them like oh boy. Tennis shoe flopping, like the tongue hanging down. While I'm sticking in the mud. Well, I'm done. So I'll go somewhere like as soon as I get in from fishing, and I gotta go get boots. That's all they had that would fit me. I said, Man, these things are gonna be terrible. So I get them, and I was waiting right here by the house. It was weird. <clears throat> and I made my first wait. And then I had to go back to the boat, and get some coffee or whatever I was doing. I looked at the bottom of them. I said, man, these things won't last for two days. That's what I think in my mind. I looked at the bottom of them. I said, this ain't going to work. And they looked just like that for a year. Once I initially had them all, and then I finally threw them away because the, the canvas come loose from the rubber part and all that stuff.
3: Uh-huh.
2: But they looked the same. That old bay rod on them, wave. man. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. But uh, anyway, they're gone. I, I got, I don't know how many pairs I got. I, I may have enough to sustain me. For. Wow. <clears throat> Maybe. But,
3: well, but this it's, help it's better condition. than it used to be. I remember back in the old days wearing high-top tennis shoes and all that. Converse. Man, I had me a pair of Converse I always waited in. Yeah,
2: but see, you always had good <laughs> stuff, man. Y'all had gray lights, red balls. We had junk. We had them them uh, inner tube waiters
3: with tennis Oh, shoes. them uh, <laughs> bend over to split the seat out of them. <laughs> no,
2: no, Once it was me and Daryl Oh, like y'all had those chit-chit.
3: latex waiters, man. They were like mm-hmm. stretch rubber. It was like blowing up Made a out, balloon.
2: Well, it looks like an inner tube. But, man, y'all had you and, Well, you didn't. Pete did because he had money. Oh, with he had Marry gray lights. Gray lights, buddy. That was he still got in, that man. pair
3: of old waiters hanging up in his garage.
2: Pete needs to throw all that stuff away, that bow. No, nah, he said he...
3: that's sentimental, man. That's sentimental.
2: Hey, I talked to him this yesterday. That guy is so unbelievable. 83 <laughs> years old, still out there fighting him. That's, man, I hope I can do that when I'm 83. He's something else.
3: Yeah. But, yeah, y'all had some good. I broke them mold with him.
2: Ain't that the truth, buddy? They don't make them like that no more. I promise you, <clears throat> I promise you. But man, after this front, this fishing it'll, it'll it'll get a lot. I mean, fish is good. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's summertime, man. It 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 can be a lot better. And I think the size of the fish will get. You know, I don't know no five pounders gonna go jumping on you, but <clears throat> I bet when that yeah, water
3: I don't know where from, those are like, gonna come from unless Cliff sends us some.
2: Yeah, Cliff may, may send us some, <clears throat> but the uh, you know. It, it, it'll get, I think that the average size of the fish it will get better, but same old deal, man. If you don't need them, don't keep them. You want your old 15 crush them. If you don't need them and you're going to give them to uncle Joe for a fish fry, just throw them back in the water, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that will be something. I
3: had a listener text me the other morning after you said, that. you? Well, let's go ahead and keep some uncle Bob's coming in. We need to have a fish fry.
2: <laughs> Everybody has a fish fry, man. I Dude, (laughs) are you serious? (laughs) But until the mentality, until we all get together and and hey, I ain't, hey, the law is the law. And I ain't here to preach. I don't care if y'all kill them all. But, you know, just don't kill them for nothing. You need to eat some fish and want to eat a few fish? Eat them. If you don't and you fish a lot, throw them back in the water. I mean, it's pretty simple. You know, don't keep them to take a picture of your box so you can get some kind of trip or. Four days later, that ain't nobody coming. I mean, that don't make no sense. Because what's going to happen, and we talked about the other day, that they're going to, the change is there. All that, you go to the scope meetings, you can do whatever you want. And I know for a fact <clears throat> that it's changing. I already know. Way before they had any going to have scoping meetings. <clears throat> so, you know, like we talked about, from what I'm seeing, in – Two to three years, if we don't have nothing happen, no freezes, no Harveys, no nothing bad, fishing's going to be really good. It's going to be nice trout, and everybody's going to say, "I told y'all, told y'all that was going to help." But it's going to help itself anyway. But yeah. I don't care one way or another. other. Hey Mickey, when they do all that, this, this is what I don't know: <clears throat> when they do all that stuff, are you going to be able to? If you catch a really giant one, can you keep it, or are there going to be no? No and i don't
3: know upper. james i didn't i hadn't heard anything on the terms of that uh, yeah,
2: that part i don't know i don't know that part
3: well just throw a tag on the license and say hey you know if you catch one over whatever their cutoffs going to be whether it's going to be 20 or 25 just say hey tag it if you want to mount it you know or a trophy
2: yeah yeah i don't i don't know you know kind of like the mean.
3: redfish tag thing i think they ought to Fill that whole license up with redfish tags for them bulls like they do their deer tags.
2: Gosh, almighty, bro. Them bull red. Hey, now we have caught a few slot reds here the last three or four days. Now, the big ones got on us one day, Tuesday. They come through there, rolling through there in the middle of them pencils. And, yeah, I think yeah. everybody hooked one. Well, they caught have
3: to eat, too. They're the feral <laughs> hog of the bay. How many pencil <laughs> trout do bull reds eat in a year's time? Think about that.
2: Hey, I... And, you know, we've always talked about it, and I know that it happens because you see them come up and try to get your trout. I mean, we all seen it. We know. Last year, I was out there in front of the spillway, and we done come from way up north, man. I done come from way north. We ain't caught nothing. Nothing. And I stopped out there, out by your house, out there toward Cedar Point, near a school of birds, and I knew better.
3: No, I I don't. Stop, But we stopped. I, when they're really going, there's about ten schools out there. And no man's yeah, line out there, and they're yeah. all bulls All bulls, entrance.
2: that's right. So we get in, and I'm thinking, man, well, Lucky enough, I didn't pick my rod up. So anyway, long story short, we get the bulls. Finally get some of them. So man, let's go, dude. We got rid of the bulls. Now we take off, go to Trinity Bay. <clears throat> so we're out there between Red and Spillway, and there's one school of birds. There's nobody fishing. It's dead slick. I said, well, maybe, maybe we'll catch a couple of trout out here, a couple of keepers. So I roll in there and buddy their pencils, I could see the little trout jump out on there. Their shrimps ain't much bigger than the trout. And I'm watching all this, and I watched meat eating the trout. I said, see them right. reds? They ain't eating that shrimp that's an inch. He just ate that trout. I saw it. They're sitting there eating them little trout,
3: oh, just yeah. like working birds. It, it, I'm telling that's, you. Let me knock this break out, James. Hang on. I'll come right yeah. back. We'll talk some more. Yeah, go ahead, bro. All right. Well, you know <clears> – <throat> approximately 70 percent of all fatal boating accident victims drown and out of that 70 percent 87 percent of them were not even wearing a you know personal flotation device a pfd it's like wearing a seat belt it's the biggest safety feature that's proven to save your life and the onyx am24 that's the one i wear it's very comfortable it's convertible from automatic to manual or manual only inflation it has a low profile design to Keep you comfortable, especially in hot weather. Plus, it has a soft neoprene neckline that won't rub your raw when you're running around in rough water from spot to spot. The durable ripstop fabric resists tears and punctures. Inflatable PFDs are not recommended for children and non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com, or you can check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should too.
1: If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, remarkable fighter. minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com it's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world of negotiating mortgage lenders and finding the budget that works best for you guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference because that's who we are Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
2: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
3: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 537. All right, James, we're back.
2: All right, buddy.
3: We were talking about Bull Reds eating pencils.
2: Oh, bull reds on pencils. <laughs> here's a quick, man, I don't know. Your body can't produce this much snot. It's almost impossible. <clears throat> I don't know how long it takes this stuff to go away. It takes
3: forever, man. It took me a man, month to get over that
2: mess. It, it's nasty. I mean, I don't feel bad, but it's still. No, it's just, amazing.
3: uh, it just stays with you. It's I don't know. terrible. I'm just going to go sweat a bunch of it out.
2: <laughs> hey, now, here's what I was I going tried
3: to say. that. You. It didn't work either.
2: It don't work. No, it ain't work <laughs> does. uh, they ever open those Wallaceville locks up and just let the river flow anymore? Or that's they don't do that no more.
3: Well, they do on occasion. Most of the river flow now comes uh before that, and then through uh, Old and Lost River and Long Island. Long Island's the really the new Trinity River
2: now. Right. Man, I don't think that was ever a good plan. Remember, we didn't like it when they were doing it. I, 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 I think well, that they, was bad Well, they had brand. to do
3: it, you know, for, you know, for saltwater purposes. You know, that's what the saltwater barrier was originally put across the back of that marsh for. Right. And they never did close it up because it would, it would have really cut off all the freshwater flow. All the f-
2: freshwater flow. And,
3: uh, you know, our estuary needed that. For survival and uh boy didn't need it for about seven years we could have used that salt water barrier <laughs> boy ain't that the
2: truth buddy Seriously. hey man but the grass is cool i mean it's it, uh whatever's happened we had the right part of fresh and salt and
3: well you got to get the sanity had. and everything just right in the back of <laughs> the bay for all that grass to come back like it did and, oh it's
2: uh, cool hey ducks I don't know if caught no more, but I'm, you know, halfway paying attention, and it's hot, man. I'm sweating, and I'm looking at a lot of ducks flying around, man, yes. so it might be might be some good for some people. <laughs> okay. It will so blow pretty, them
3: all out. You know, opening weekend, it'll be good, and, uh,
2: you know, then the baby no and some
3: of the marsh ponds back there, they hunt, and it'll, uh, you know, it'll get, it'll get
2: shot out pretty quick. Remember that no. year that it was so good back there when you just, well, I don't know how many years ago, the drought times. <laughs> it was
3: 2011, 2012, and 2013, 2014.
2: Yeah, that little run. That run four run back years, there, it, was just, just, it was just stupid. Yeah, you you could have been the too. dumbest person on the planet and, and caught them, you know. And uh, anyway, nobody fished that day. I, I was going across there, I'd come out of the park. I'm running back to the other side, and, uh, man, I'm looking out there. So, what is out there in the middle of the bay? I'm looking at it, but I don't really understand what it is. There ain't supposed to be nothing out there. I may have told you this story. Buddy, I rode around, and it is millions of geese sitting on the water. Didn't oh, yeah, sit they back used there to on that big time back there, man, out in oh, front of Long dude. Island. Yeah, it was thousands and thousands of geese. Oh, yeah. That's first, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> and then the geese fly off, and we watch them. I said, man, that's pretty cool. Now we don't see nothing. It's like 12 degrees outside the water, like 47 degrees. I said, man, this is a terrible plan. Geese are sitting out here on the bay. I'm just dialing around, and I saw one pelican. He's flying and seen him kind of make a loop, and he really didn't hit. He just kind of sat down on the water. And I said, well, I called you this day, too, about 11 o'clock that morning. And I said, well, we ain't got nothing else to set up on. Let's set up on this pelican. Buddy, we rode in, and set up on that pelican, we're fishing. We ain't catching nothing. All of a sudden, I'm fishing with a 26mm lure. This man, I know I didn't hit no clam. I had something touch this lure. The guy in the front was using a 704. It just stops. Boom, he's got one, about five pounder. I went, like, uh oh, there ain't one. We still ain't seen nothing but this pelican. Buddy, we caught them almost all the way to Crossbow. Never quit catching them. <clears> the <throat> water was, I never it was 47 degrees. Yep, that's how many fit. That was crazy, wasn't it? Gosh, it God. was. I mean, big you ones, just, man.
3: You could stop out anywhere in Lee's between there and the spill. It spillway, Reds Cross, Green Island, all that. Just stop out there in deep water over all them clamshell dumps, cut it the key cut off, the off, turn them sideways,
2: <laughs>
3: and let's man. get them. You know, and all them, all them young guys that started guiding. then, that's what turned them into gads. It was just. I mean, it was a no-brainer. They said, man, we never heard of this back here. I said, what you're experiencing, you don't hardly ever see in this bay. I've lived on it all my life, and you just don't get the saltwater years to have these fish back there like they are.
2: Not like that, buddy. Those Not fish like held
3: for four years. I mean, where else they're They're getting as close as they can to the freshwater.
2: Exactly. You know, all the little the ones, ones
3: would go up the bayous and all the big girls would stay on the flats and, you know, out mm-hmm. there on those dumps.
2: I don't think we ever caught any, not drifting. Now, waiting that one year, you know, that, that same year, remember, we were way, way back there. I think yeah. I caught a 9, 8. You caught a bunch of fish over. I mean, there was a bunch of fish over 8 that were in the shallow. But just out there, just regular monkey drifting, it was legit 3- to 5-pound trout.
3: Yeah, and Old I had a guy, was all. one we day. Just, I got on a set of slicks out in front of, F-Lease out there on those deep clamshell dumps where they used to, you know, have all them drum net sets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a guy catch two nines. Really? In one drift <laughs> on one set of slicks. I slid in there on them and uh, set up on them, and they were just moving perfectly with the drift of my boat. I cut the troll motor off, and I said, hey, have at it, boys. Let's let's get on with it.
2: Unless you didn't and, even have to troll. That's big time.
3: He caught two. Hey, what well, a bay,
2: I think I think the bay's a back good shot. I saw something I ain't seen in a long time. I made the big, you know, we're done catching trout. Made the big let's go get four redfish. Redfish loop. Yeah, well, I didn't see no red. I said, I said, let me tell you what this loop is. This is about a forty dollar loop while driving around out there. It's dead calm. We're looking at the small out there across Houston. But anyway, I was watching all the crabbers. Man, they ain't crabbing, dude. They're all trout lining, so yeah, that they, means they're running trout lines. Yeah, there's a. I had seven boats, <coughs> I counted seven boats trout lining, which you know means the bay's healthy. You know, I ain't seen them trout lining over there in a long time. I mean, you might have, I mean, I don't come all the time anymore, but you know, that's a lot of drums this year. You know, you got the drums, I think you got good stuff. We catch, you know. We called them a couple of old drums waiting in there the other day. <clears throat> Some flounders were catching nice flounders, not many, one or two. And, uh, but, yeah, man, it's, it's looking up. I'm anxious to see what happens. I think Monday and Tuesday may be toast, but looks like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. <clears throat> Friday might be good. Yeah. Them short pant days, buddy, are fixed to be over. Just <laughs> put the bibs on and the gruntings. Is this 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 Hollywood stuff? Has to be done, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> oh man.
3: Well, remember that time we had a salty year? It was years ago. I, was, I that's back when I had my big old Hydrosport. Me and you and Gary Anderson were back there.
2: Crazy Gary, dude.
3: Gary, Gary, you're up on the bow, and I'm idling. We're waiting for a slick or two to pop up, and and we don't see anything, and then all of a sudden, y'all yelling at me. Turn the key off. Turn the key off. We just drove up a giant school of trout. All those uh, man, that water was there clear, and we saw all those big fish just swimming away from the boat. And we we fired mirror lures out, and we caught them for two hours. Never got out of them. I
2: mean, that's, hey, there was no way I thought them fish. We me and Gary was just up there talking, and Gary said, that? I said, man, that's a trout. There's another trout." And I think Gary hollered at you. And, hey, that's another thing. How the water don't get like that? Man, we were in like five foot of water. We're looking at them trout on the bottom. It was crazy, man. And they ate everything inside. I we were using 801 Miller and They were eating everything in sight.
3: Yep, that was crazy. How
2: come the water impressive. don't get clear like that no more? <laughs> no no moss on the bottom. Remember, there was always that green kind of stuff on the bottom. and just let it be Well, clear. you had that turtle
3: know. grass and all that that grew on the bottom. And, uh, and you know, things have changed. That, that that big dredging project for 10 years on the channel, it, it changed everything with the silt. Plus, you know, Ike did too. You know, that was the beginning yeah. of it with all the silt it created. And it hey, was, Mickey,
2: I run over a pad that we fish all the time. I just said, subject. Just out there, I told you I was making them bull redfish loops. I did it like twice and I still ain't seen that. I'm sure they're out there. I didn't look that hard really, didn't give it that great effort. But uh, <clears throat> I ran across a well pad that we used to fish. I didn't mark any shell on it. It had a little rise on it. But I didn't mark no hard.
3: Yeah, mark. it just it, there it's all covered up. There's a bunch of well pads I got marked that uh there there's no, ain't no good. Ain't no good. It's just covered yeah. up. All right, James. I got a roll. Right, Sharky's foaming at the bit. I got him on hold, foam man. Foaming,
2: foaming, foaming.
3: Throw him out a number, plug. All right,
2: bro. Four nine seven seven one seven three zero six. Thanks, Mick.
3: Later, Dick. See
2: you, Roger. All right.
3: All right. Now let's jump the bridge and let's go over to G Town. Check in with Sharky Marquez, Captain Michael Marquez. What's up, Sharky?
5: <laughs> What's up, stud?
3: What's happening?
5: Well, I got a unique morning. My deckhand's out of town, so I got old, old dad, old, old Papa Sharks on the boat. We're fixing to go and uh, tag team them out there. there he's going to be my deckhand this morning. Well, that's good. That is good. So we fixing to go. And I do, I do have to mention, he's been on me for the last, I don't know, since Thursday morning when he was listening. He wanted me to clarify that he was the winner between him and I. For the flounder day, okay? He's been. Well,
3: I I knew that, but I didn't want to rub it in on you, you know, and embarrass you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me tell you, he wasn't going to let me live it down. I promise you that.
3: No, you won't either.
5: Yeah, I know. Well, I just had to say that. Is it April 1st? Can I say April Fools, or do I got to?
3: No, you're going to have to wait a while on that one. You don't get that good of a pass, (laughs) brother.
5: Uh, no, I, yeah, I know. I don't get do know about fishing there.
3: with them kids, man. I mean, you talk about competitive. My oh, son buddy. gets in the boat with me, and it's just. Uh, I said, man, just just fish.
5: Enjoy don't it, about buddy. How many
3: I've caught already? You know, you're never going to catch me, boy. The smack talking zone. Yeah. It gets nasty.
5: Oh, hey, buddy. Oh, buddy. Well, I love it, man. I love it. We're gonna get oh, out there yeah. today. And- Try to get them on this prefrontal bike, you know, and it'll be an interesting morning because we got this giant, giant, giant full moon. I mean, as big as I've ever seen it. So, clear skies, freaking full moon. I'm hoping that it doesn't uh do anything crazy to this, to this bike this morning, but. What do
3: they call it in October, the harvest moon or whatever? It's definitely, you can, yeah. you can. It's harvesting. You uh, you got that right. You can harvest anything you want under that light.
5: Yeah, you can can cook some daggum tomatoes, (laughs) potatoes, whatever you wanted under that light, buddy. It is kicking.
3: Yeah, it was a beautiful morning coming in this morning. It is kicking.
5: It is gorgeous, man. That's one thing about it. Well. We'll see what the day brings, Mickey. We're going to get out there see if we can well, do you some. We had an open
3: uh, boat today. You filled it up already?
5: I did. Yeah, I did. You got a cancellation,
3: the last minute one, and
5: you already filled it up. Well, that's good. Yeah, buddy. It was awesome, man. It's uh It was awesome to be able to post and have that have everybody ready to hop on, man. It'll be exciting. We've got two different groups of guys coming out. Right. So we got four guys total, and uh, what are you, man? It'll be for this fun. Morning?
3: anything it bites well
5: yeah i was gonna go run uh i was gonna go run around a little honey hole i got off the beach front i've been catching some fish on but i don't know how the i don't know how everything's gonna be looking over there i seen some videos of the beach front yesterday and everything was stirred up pretty bad yeah um so i'll probably do uh i'll probably do some little bit of light and heavy tackle to start off this morning and then you know we'll If we don't get any big bites, we'll break away and do some heavy tackle for an hour or so. And then, yeah, I guess the game plan is to end up somewhere, somewhere in the harbor, in the channel. Um, two of the guys I talked to last night, they really want to try to catch a flounder. So, you know, I said, hey, man, if we got a good, we got a good morning and, uh, good box, you know, and we got some spare time to go mess around, we can, we can try to grind some flatfish out, you know. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But there's just so many males, you know, so many small 14 and a half inch fish right now that it's crazy. We right. really do That's need that cold front.
3: You know, it always starts like that. And then we're going to get this cold front and then flounder season
5: is over. <laughs> I know it. I oh, know it, man. Mickey. I know it. I know. Well, we're starting could our, be a little our cheating
3: ant- going on after season closes. <laughs> yeah. People to be... I, I don't know. Have hiding It'd be a compartments move. in their boats. I'm sure the game boards will be busy looking for that stuff.
5: Well, they ought to be, they ought to be busy because it's, uh, you know, every now and then I'll be driving out super early in the morning. It'll be pitch black, and I'll see a little John boat parked around, you know, mm-hmm. fishing, a, fishing a little cove at 5 a.m., you know, and I'm thinking, I oh, don't know. What you doing over there, buddy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but... We're, we're starting our annual flounder tournament, you know, where we give away a free trip for the biggest flounder that's caught, uh, you know, catch and release, obviously, right. November 1st through January 1st. And so we'll start that November 1. I'm excited about that. Usually we – it's a, it's fun, man, because there's no pressure on those fish. You can get up in, in those little honey holes and, I mean, just smack them, dude. There's just, just as many as you want to catch, you Yeah, know? And you
3: might get lucky and catch a big old gator trout doing that too, you know.
5: Yeah, that's I, that's absolutely right. We've done that many a times. We caught some redfish and slots and, you know, right up on the bulkheads and stuff. So, you know, you're multi-fishing, I like to call it. A little multi-action.
3: Well, but. that's what uh, people enjoy about saltwater. You know, they go, they'll go specifically to target one species, but you get to catch all of them.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. You just never know, Mickey. You just never know what you're gonna catch. No, you don't.
3: Sure don't.
5: It's awesome, man. It, it just keep it keeps me coming back. I promise you that. I promise you that. We were uh, we we're out there flounder fishing, and and uh, shoot, man, we pushed it to the last. We were only gonna fish till noon, and we pushed it to the last second. We were out there at shoot like two fifteen still fishing, <laughs> and Dad said, you know, shoot, you're one cast away from that tournament winner man you're one k you could be one cast away you know and you just never right. know you just got to keep on keep on casting shoot i love it man i made up with this stuff <laughs> i can hear it in your voice addicted to say the least that's it well. so we'll see we'll see how today turns out but i'm sure we're gonna have a good time and uh everybody's gonna get out there and make some memories and hopefully catch some big fish man. We'll see hope you know you never know you get out there on this full moon and it could be on fire for the first hour and a half every mm-hmm. line in the water you know so I've seen you that. try before. not to let that's right we can I catch love that back around in these
3: moons man I do first uh about three days before the first full one and a couple of days into it and it's a pretty good movement oh yeah fish. That, uh they're amped up that's right they're search and destroy all right, That's Sandy, right. Well, hey, man, if somebody wants to come down to your neck of the woods and uh, get hooked up and get on a boat and go catch them up, how do they get a hold of you guys?
5: Absolutely, man. They could hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G, charters.com. That's Outcast outcastfishingcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. And then also, you know, for corporate events, holiday parties, bayside, eventcenter.com check us out man we'd love to have you guys and your group out here and uh man everybody have a blessed weekend stay safe down and
3: get married and go fishing the next morning on your honeymoon yeah what's better than that (laughs) kind of my mo (laughs) all right buddy all right have a good trip and uh keep thank you you, brother
5: all right man all right i'm gonna try to he's a handful all right right, brother all right see you sharky later
3: all right Top of the hour coming up, national anthem and all that. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.